Hello friends, today we are going to dispel of the negative myth around the phrase midlife crisis. Yes, some things definitely change, but it's not a crisis, it's just midlife. That's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to Badass Midlife the podcast to help you reboot your mindset, challenge those limiting thoughts and beliefs, and give you inspiration to do midlife like a badass. We'll share stories that will inspire you and real life tips that are perfect for where you are now. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the show today. Today I want to talk a little bit about midlife crisis. That expression just has a little bit of a negative connotation, especially where men are concerned. But we often do talk about the negative things that happen to us in midlife, the kind of things that are kind of a pain, the unexpected changes, some of the things that we knew were coming that maybe we just weren't as prepared for. And there is a lot of There are a lot of things that we can talk about that are just frustrating and that we have to work around and somehow try to find new habits and ways to change. And that's the truth and that's fine. But today what I want to do is celebrate what I noticed to be three things that are really positive about getting older and being in midlife. And I want you to celebrate them too because sometimes I get on this negative track of thinking about my age and just thinking about, oh my gosh, like... What, what's the idea of aging? Like what is happening in my older years that I'm gonna say I'm really proud of? I just feel like I'm not doing anything new. But the reality is that there's been a lot that has gone on in the last several years. And as you get older, these things that I'm gonna talk about today, I think we really need to pay a tribute to them because they're special and they're just what make life, midlife so amazing and something that we shouldn't be wishing away. So the first is that you actually know who you are at this point. So even though you may have a few of those unlived dreams and passions and you wanna try to get them out and you wanna try to do more things and be a little bit of a badass, you still know who you are all of the time. Like you know exactly what your beliefs are, you know where you stand on things, you know what kind of woman you are, you're not going all over the board with who your personality kind of displays about who you are. Like you know exactly who you are. I say, I'm married, this is who I am. I'm not so stuck in every piece of it, but I have a really good idea of who I am and I don't have to apologize for that, right? Because you're at a point in your life where you have gotten there because of the journey. And so to change any part of that identity at this point would be to go backwards and take something out or change it or wish it didn't happen. And we just can't do that. Neither can we stay stuck in something that we didn't think was great because all of it had benefit. So now more than ever, we are actively pursuing things that we want to do, that we like, And we're less so doing things that we don't like. Now, it's not always the case that you can just chuck everything that you don't like, but you can definitely start to taper off 
and we get to the place where we are forgiving ourselves for that and realizing that it's not the end of the world that we don't have to just be giving machines that we can also shift what it is that we do in our lives to focus a little bit on something that we like to do that really aligns with who we are. So we have a really good sense of that. And we're going to sort of get away from things that really don't add as much value that we started at a point in our lives when maybe it made more sense. But as we have gotten older, we've just made some different shifts and it's not so much of a great fit now. And so we have a little bit more time and we can add things that really align with our identity. So really knowing who we are and having our identity kind of firmed up without apology, I think is an awesome part of getting older and being in midlife. So yay for you guys for knowing who you are and having that identity. Because even if you feel like you're all over the board, trust me, at this stage, you do know who you are at the very core. You're not still wondering about the kind of person you're going to be. You, you know who you are. So yay for you. Yay for all of us. The second thing that I notice more of is that we become more giving and more generous. We don't look so much at what a situation is going to add to our lives. And I'm not really saying that everything we did, we did because there was a payoff. But let's face it, when you're younger and you have kids or you're building a career or whatever it is, every step you take, you are thinking about how it's going to get you to the next level in whatever it is, in your relationship, in your work, in your life. You're always like thinking of things in terms of that payoff. But as you get older and you have a little bit more time again and you really know who you are, you don't really look at that. You just want to just give more. You want to be able to help more and maybe it's because you couldn't do as much in the years past. And so now you think, all right, well now I can and I know exactly who I am. I have a little bit more time. What is it that I want to do that feels really good in my heart? And you will do more of those things without thinking of what it's going to get you in return because you are already there, you know? And even if you're not 100% there, you definitely are paying more attention to just giving and being generous without really looking for anything in return. You want to think about leaving a positive legacy. You know, you're getting to that point where you're like, what's the value? Yes, I was great at this. Yes, I was a great mom, was a great wife, whatever. I had a beautiful career. That's all wonderful, but you also have huge opportunities in midlife to think about what you can do with the extra time and really leave a legacy. And I think that just becoming more generous and more giving in midlife is just so beautiful again and so common. And I think we don't celebrate that enough, but pay attention. I think that you will see that that is a shift where you are just becoming more generous and kind of just looking at situations with what can I do here to help and not thinking of how it's going to impact what else you have going on. So that's the second one, love that we're more generous and more giving. The third thing is we value our relationships a lot more. 
we put a bigger um, value on all of our relationships, whether it's in our family, our friendships. We choose more where we want to spend our time. You're going to find if you look back even a few years, you did start to shed some of the old relationships that were based on the time of your life or the circumstances that you were in. So maybe you had friends when your kids were in school that were the moms of those kids, you know, they were friends. And you wouldn't probably choose those friends, but they were the friendships of that time of your life. Maybe you made some friendships at work and those friends became those special relationships that you bonded with at work because work is a place where you definitely bond and you begin to feel like a family. I, I do that everywhere I go work. I just feel like, oh my gosh, this is my new family. But if the cord got cut tomorrow and there's been times that I have, I've left a job, I don't really stay in touch with those people that much. And you realize that it's because it was convenient, it was appropriate. Those were the relationships that really suited you at the time for where you were. But as we get older, it's more about choosing where you spend that time and wanting it to be time of quality. So we want to do less of the things that are out of necessity or out of circumstance. And we want to do more things with people that we have deliberately chosen. And I don't do this enough. I mean, obviously, I love to spend time with friends, my sister, my daughters. It's, it's a blast. But I also feel like it's an opportunity for us right now to think about even developing more friendships. Maybe we pursue an interest that we haven't had time to do. And by the nature of that being important to us, important enough for us to do it now, we may connect with other people that are aligned with who we are and who we want to be at this point. And we can build another very meaningful friendship and relationship. We appreciate those things more. We just didn't have as much of a gratitude practice when we were younger. You know, you're just busy. You're so in it on the hamster wheel. We can't help it. Those, those years are just so jam-packed and you have a lot of expectations put on you and that you put on yourself to do really well at each of the things that you're doing. So much so that the relationships aren't the focus. And that's why a lot of times relationships, partnerships, they struggle because you are not putting your energy and your focus on that actual relationship. And that person that's, whether it's your spouse, partner, whatever, doesn't feel like they're even on your radar. And it's not out of disrespect. It's just because you don't have that much time. You don't have the time. Therefore, it's hard to give it a lot of value because in your mind, you just assume that that person's going to understand. But when we start to have a little bit more time, we really start to realize okay, this is now the time that I need to really dive deep into the relationships that I have, whether it's with my family, my friends. I'm going to distance myself from things that don't add anything to my life, that relationships that don't offer me any way to give and share or learn and go deep. 
I want rich relationships now. Relationships with a lot of texture and depth. I want to talk to women from different areas of life that have done things in a different way. That's how you really get connected. I want to spend more time with my daughters, with my sister, having deep, meaningful conversations. It's just so different now. It's not about just being around people because, oh, we want to do this because it's the right thing to advance our career. It's the right thing, um, you know, to be sitting in this little glom of women at a ball game or whatever. Of course, you do that. And many times you're with people that you actually do like. I have friends still that are moms of my daughters that I love dearly. But when you think back to that time, you know that there were also the ones that were just out of that necessity at the time and those circumstances at the time. So how nice is it now that you can just choose the relationships of quality and maybe there aren't a ton of them and that's okay because this stage of life is rich. It's rich and it should have depth. So I think that really doing that and valuing these relationships that are serving us more and allowing us to go deep into our soul and really share, that's another beautiful thing that happens in midlife. We can shed those old, more shallow things and really move forward. So just to reframe, when we think about our identity, like, oh, now we're in our own identity, it's not that we didn't know who we were that whole time prior. It's not that. It's, it's that now we are more aware and more paying attention to the things that we actually value. We have more time. We appreciate the journey. And instead of running away, if there were times that were, you know, were maybe a bad decision or something that you weren't successful in, for a few years before we get to midlife, we are a little bit running away from that pain, from that mistake, and it takes a lot of your energy, so you spend less time really solidifying who you are and really going into your strength. But as we get to this place, we appreciate the journey. We're not running anymore. We know that everything that happened made us who we are today, and then we can get very settled into it. You can't just expect time to pass and that those things you'll just forget about. You do have to work through whatever that is and say to yourself, if there was something in my past that has held me back or has made me think less of myself or has kept me from moving forward, I need to thank it. I need to understand where I was at that time why that happened the way that it did, and then go on. And so when we say we have an identity now, it's not because we didn't know who we were then. We were just super busy. A lot of things were happening. We were learning a lot of things. We made some mistakes. Then we wanted to run away from those mistakes. A lot goes on. But then when you get to this point, like I do now, I feel like, hey, that stuff made me who I am now. That gives me a story to tell. That gives me a lesson that I have learned that I can pass on to people that I talk to, to my daughters. And that's hugely 
valuable. So that's the reframe of having an identity that you are rooted into. It's not that you didn't have one before because we all had those elements that are always part of us, right? We have that formed from the time we're very little. It's just that now you are able to really look and assess at the past and, and really figure out what those added to your life and just move into a place where you're super comfortable with that. As far as being more generous and giving, again, it's not because we were selfish then. We shouldn't regret anything that we didn't do because we feel like we just weren't generous at that point or why were we so selfish. It's not that we were self-centered either. We were people that were doing things that were important at the time and it didn't leave us a lot of time. And so also we wanted to move forward. It's the stage of your life, those couple decades where you're trying to, every step you take, you're trying to get better. You're trying to get into a better position, whether it's financially, whether it's the stronger relationship, like I said. So it's not that we weren't generous then, but we are just able to be more generous now, more giving. We were doing exactly what we were supposed to be doing then. And now we just have more time to do the things that give meaning to us without having to think about what is the payoff, what's the reward. And then the final piece of really valuing our relationships, not because we didn't value them before, but we made a lot of relationships, like I said, based on where we were in our lives at that time. Now what we're able to do is build really committed relationships that count, that really count, that really do a lot for us. And we can be with the people that we want to actually be with because we chose them. And those relationships will add value to our lives. Those are going to be the relationships that we hang on to until our end of days. So Think about these things when you're kind of feeling down in the dumps about aging. I have those times too where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it's really creeping up on me here. But there's so much beauty I think that we don't appreciate and really admire about when you get to this age, you know, at this point of life. And I think we need to do that. And I want to celebrate all of you because everyone that I know in my circle and the people that I talk to I recognize this but until I actually started thinking about it I was thinking you know these things are not often talked about a lot of times we look back and we're just like I was so scattered why didn't I have good friends at that time why wasn't I as generous you know but we had to do what we had to do at that time that whole behavior pattern was perfect for the time that we were in and we always have to consider that because this is just a different time now so I really want you to be happy and positive about the good things that are going on this is not a midlife crisis it's midlife mindfulness so think of it positively in that way go be a badass ladies and have a great rest of your day I'll see you next time